0: I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. (laughs) Let's do this.
1: That's, I think, a, a big part of us as content creators. And not that we're not afraid to step outside of our comfort zone, but that part of our business to do that every once in a while to stretch those boundaries, because if not, content creation wouldn't be going anywhere. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews.
0: And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 119. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. We would love to know what you think.
1: For today's episode, we're going to talk about something maybe controversial. I don't know how to get over the fear of experimenting with your content creation aesthetic. I mean, you know, we talk a lot about branding on this show and People, when they think of branding, they think they kind of have to stay within the same box of things. So, we're going to get a little little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get crazy, let's get crazy with what we're drinking. What are you mm. drinking?
0: Oh, it's super basic. Just uh, finishing up a bottle of rosé. Um, yeah. Like, I'm, I don't know if, like, since we started this show, if I've ever drank rosé. Like, it's been a long time. Mm. But it sounded really good. I was like, I wasn't quite feeling feeling white i wasn't quite feeling red if so you know it's
1: like
0: a good middle ground
1: well i've got my own little uh vitamin c mimosa which i need because i'm still dealing with this cold which is just seltzer and and orange juice i couldn't yeah. think of the other ingredient which is amazing it's, it's all good all right all right <laughs> Uh, Uh, This is this this may be a short episode today, guys. Yeah, Um, we I
0: think we talked about keeping this to be a mini episode, which yes.
1: So as as we talked, as I said, you know, a lot of people they think of branding and they think they kind of have to stay within one um neat little box with all of their their stuff, and that that being their photos and video content included, like they have to have one kind of basic look around things, and um. Well, yes, it's great for people to like recognize that this is so and so. That like that you you kind of want that recognition. Like, oh yeah, that's so and so's content. Like you've kind of come up with this signature look that's fantastic. Um, you know, Jesse, you recently experimented. You know, yeah. you've gone from this light, bright, and airy look to doing something a little different on one of your your latest shoots. So tell us about that.
0: Yeah. And I think I want to like, just touch upon your point about like the whole idea with brand, like branding. Right. And, and I think like, my, I'm taking it through the lens of <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> uh your like, if you are a, a creative and more on like the non brand guidelines, like outside of your brand guidelines, because that's like one thing, like your fonts and your, and you know, your colors, which, yeah, I mean, your colors can vary, but like, I I think, you know, this is, this is like, for me, it's more about the artistic creation that I'm creating. Like, I'm not necessarily experimenting with like my brand visuals. Um, at this point, it's more about the photography style. And, you know, I think as people that are content creators, even writing, right? You could have different styles of mm-hmm. writing, um, but you may be known for a specific style of writing. Mm-hmm. You may be known for a specific style of photography. You yep. may be known for a st- you know, certain style of videography. So from that perspective, yeah, I have been um, experimenting a little bit more with my photography style. Uh, a few years ago, I probably would have been like, mm, nope, nope. I am light and airy, and that is what I do, whether it is when you do it well. Light. Yeah, whether it's with natural light or with my lighting. Um, but I recently had a client, a regular client of mine, and they've been part of my light and airy aesthetic in the past, and we shoot regularly together, they're a membership client. And this last time that we shot, we we met to review their Pinterest board and their shot list. That they wanted to get and I was looking at their board and I was seeing a sort of a theme of like this like edgier sort Mm. of editorial, like a little bit more dramatic lighting and I was thinking to myself, oh shit, like do they, like is that what they want or they just like, do they like the photo itself, what's happening in the photo versus like the lighting and the style. And so I asked them and I asked them in a way that I was like kind of intrigued and I loved what they had put together for inspiration. So I kind of was like, I kind of want to do this. So I asked, them, I was like, well, let me ask you, are these, these photos because you like what's happening in the photos or do you like sort of the lighting and the, the overall look and vibe of the style? And they said, both. And they said, but we know you're like, you know, you know, we know like your photos are light and airy. So like, that's okay. Like we're fine if it's just, you know, sort of the content of the image. And I was like, well, if you guys are down for it, i'm all about it if you guys are willing to let me try not that i like can't shoot hard light because it's pretty actually it's kind of it's almost pretty easy um but i also wanted to preface it would be in like it may just be a little bit of like experimenting on the fly while we're shooting and this client i felt comfortable doing that with because i've worked with them in the past we have a really good relationship yeah and so that's what we planned for for their shoot and um this is airing. I'm not sure if this is actually airing before or after my blog post about this particular shoot. Should be so, after. So yeah, if anybody's listening in at some point, there will be a blog post available for uh, for this particular client. That I'll link it up in for. the show notes. So yeah, it was really interesting to work with them. We created some really hard light editorial imagery. And you could say it's kind of like a trendy sort of thing, but at the same time, After that shoot, I I felt almost, I don't want to use the word invigorated, but I felt like my creative boundaries were really stretched that day. It was a little bit of a challenge, but I was loving the result that Mm -hmm. I was getting. And so for me, um, it was just really refreshing. Now, um, in addition to that, I've just been experimenting a little bit more in the studio with you know, working with like seamless backdrops and some additional lighting. Um, You know, my style is still known and showcased in my portfolio as very light and airy. So it's, I do have this sort of like a little bit of a pause happening where it's like, do I want to showcase too much of the sort of more editorial your lighting, or do I stay with the light and airy? And I think at this point, I'm gonna keep things as shown on my website very light and clean. That being said, I'm almost going to take a uh, you know, a more detailed eye to my clients' inspiration boards that they put together and clarify if that's the look they're going for and being a little bit more open to yeah. shooting in a potentially different style than light and airy to meet their visual. Uh, aesthetic
1: goals. I think that makes total sense to me. I know as a as a freelance writer, where my business differs is that I'm trying. You, you know, people go to you because they want a specific look most of the time right
0: exactly they come they're like oh my gosh i love your style yes and you <laughs> so know, i don't want to confuse that at the moment
1: right and so with me as a freelance writer like while there's a, a similar you know there's always kind of a similar way of how i'm writing my a big part of what i do is trying to mimic how my client would write Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to that, that piece of my business, the freelance writing piece of my business, I've kind of tried to become a chameleon in that, you know, some people are more formal in how they, they want to present their business. Um, Some are more whimsical, especially like the wedding planners and photographers, like they want to really present that, that beautiful love story as well as um the stunning details and so there's a lot of you know word play that come that comes into it um when it comes to my own blog writing wise i always try unless it's you know and i've i've played with this not to necessarily play with it but i've written most most of what i write on my website is kind of like you light and airy, you know, um, there's tips and tricks, um, places you should go, places you shouldn't go, ways to save money in terms of distant, you know, different destinations that you're interested in, um, fashion tips, that kind of thing. But, and and, you know, when it it comes to those pieces, I have much more of a conversational tone, That is more like I'm just kind of speaking with a friend like I'm doing on this podcast but there's been a couple of especially in the past year and a half you know especially speaking about um my miscarriages and I also um shared a piece about my kind of my ode to, my ode to New York my love letter to New York um I kind of that was me apologizing to my friends um that I had met when I lived in New York gosh, over a decade now ago, but I was apologizing to them because I felt like I wasn't a very good friend at the time. And basically it was because I was going through, nobody knew this, I was going through um, paternal abuse. And so, you know, obviously those pieces are, while I, I like to keep it conversational, I'm not using like huge words or, you know, trying to be super, um, I don't know, uh you don't want people feeling like they're reading a dictionary or anything like that it's it's a i'm a little bit more serious when it comes to my tone but most of the time it's it's on the lighter side but when it comes to my instagram feed and the photos i feature on my website like i've mostly for one thing you do a ton of my photography so that light bright and airy um I am a big fan of pink. I don't think anybody that looks at my Instagram will not have an idea that how much I love pink. I've had pink hair for, of some kind, for like seven or eight years straight. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I love pink. I love, it's, you know, a lot of my stuff is kind of feminine with maybe like a little rock and roll edge. Um, So, you know, that light, bright, and Aries always worked for me and especially having as I enter, as I've entered more into the mommy lager sphere, still staying true to like the fashion pieces and the travel pieces, just kind of making that shift into, okay, well, this is how I do it now with kids. Um, it works. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, you know, I, I was a goth girl when I was younger, and I have a fondness for, um, dark colors and kind of the mysterious and, um, I'm very into spooky stories and stuff like that. So while I won't be sharing necessarily that on my, on my piece, like I've, uh, on my, on my blog, I have some stuff planned for later in the year where I'm like, oh, I want to share like, you know, the most haunted places in Salem because we live right near Salem and you had taken some great photos that I never got to use last year <laughs> because I got pregnant and I was like dying and I was just like, well, blog's gone out the window because I'm just like I'm barely able to keep my Instagram up and my collaborations with the people who are paying me to to do the work like I guess that's just you know that fun stuff that I just want to do for the heck of it it's just getting tossed out the window but you know um, I love that kind of stuff. I love talking about that kind of stuff. I love, um, not the, not the macabre. I've kind of gotten over that, but just, I guess the mysterious and the spooky and everything like Mm -hmm. that. And that, I think that kind of what you're talking about, that hard editorial edge lends itself really well. So, um, whether or not i might be asking you in the future to do something like that for me it would be interesting as, as i said especially as the quote mommy blogger has become more prevalent in my brand it would be interesting to see like how people would react to that but i think what's important is realizing that while you have an audience and a client you know especially if you're a service based business and a clientele, you ultimately need to do something that fulfills you. So if that's, if that's something that you want to do more of, you know, I think presenting that as an option to your clients is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, keeping to the, keeping to the light bright and area on your website, cause that really has become your niche, you know? Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's like, Letting a little bit of it seep in here and there, you know, and just saying, hey, you know, it's fun to do this every once right. in a while to to step outside your comfort zone, because that's, I think, a, a big part of us as content creators. Right. You know, we're not we're not not that we're not afraid to step outside of our comfort zone, but that we it's part of our business to do that every once in a while to stretch those boundaries, because if if not content creation wouldn't be going anywhere. you know we've we've started with video and 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 now there's you know there's that chat GPT or you know AI which is going to be the death of me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but you know, there's all these changes going on in our industry as content creators and I think um, it, let's face it, if we don't adapt, you know it could be the kiss of death.
0: Well, for, it's for your important. business, I think it's important. You brought up a good point about you know being you know if, if you, you do more of the like the sort of mommy blog content, you know being aware of who your audience is. So for for me, I think the way I would end up leveraging this new sort of like fun creative style um, that I've found is you know really paying a little bit more closer. Uh, attention to my client's needs. And so if they're coming to yeah. me and if I'm realizing that their their brand is a little bit more edgy, is a little bit more bold, is exactly yeah. like the client that I did this style of shooting. Like it it matched their brand's sort of personality so well that I think it worked so well. So if I get an inquiry from a brand and I'm discovering that they would actually be better served by an alternative yeah. lighting uh, style of photography, then I would present that to them, and that would be one way that I could certainly serve my clients a little bit better in a way that was a little bit different um, than I typically shoot. So I think that that's another way I feel like I'm, um, in addition to like really paying attention to their Pinterest board and, yeah. um, you know, from that perspective, it's like, oh, are you liking this type of lighting and this type of style? Or for me, actually diving in, which I always do, I dive into their brand assets, their digital content that they have already, their website, their social media, and I'm feeling that they could benefit from something other than light and airy, then I would certainly present that to them. And for
1: me, you know, I've turned down brands or I haven't reached out to certain brands that I love and I use just because I don't feel like their aesthetic necessarily fits my... So like while I love the products and I find them really useful or the the services or whatever... I either haven't reached out or I haven't taken the the collaboration because I don't feel like it fits that aesthetic that I've kind of curated mm-hmm. on mine. Maybe, you know, giving it a try and, and, you know, seeing what happens is not a bad thing necessarily, right. you know, um, let's face it. It's always a gamble when you take on a new client, no matter what your, what your industry, um, But it's maybe maybe letting a little of that fear of that perfect Instagram feed Mm -hmm. or that perfect website kind of like ebb away. I mean, we're talking, you know, we've been talking about more authenticity and everything like that. And that can even that can even play into maybe doing something a little different style wise. And maybe maybe that ends up becoming a little more authentic in a way. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay. well, uh, we hope you enjoyed this little mini episode. Thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. You can join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community, and you can follow us on Instagram, uh, where we actually use pictures from our guests. So, it's all kinds of different aesthetics mm-hmm. on there. And that's at Cocktails and Content Creation. Uh, I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at FashionablyKate Co.
0: And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm Jesse Wyman Photos. Make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. And until then, cheers to your next cocktail.
1: And happy content creating.